Konnichiwa. And howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Where we talk about all things sumo. That's right. Nice Welcome back. Be, thank you. It's nice to be back. It's just not the same without you. Well, I know. I imagine. I miss doing it, but there would have been no way in hell I could have gotten it done. <laughs> I was in the middle of, I don't know if you guys really know, but like sometimes Larry and I do actually get hired to perform in front of people. And so I was in the weeds learning really tricky, really hard music. It was all jazz and uh, the intervals were nuts and I was going 24-7 in rehearsals and then I started rehearsals for another show at night. So there has been no break for me, but I appreciate you plodding on. Is that the word plodding on? Sure. Yeah. Um, I've made it that word without me, but uh, I've missed being here. But alas, real life calls sometimes. (laughs) Well, welcome back. I don't. I didn't even listen to last week's episode. That's oh, how busy I it was. It was fabulous. Was it the best of all time? It was the time? best of all time. <laughs> it was the best episode ever. Like, oh. well, I felt like I saw Ted and Afuji become a Yokozuna, and then like I just dropped off the face of the earth. I was like, I don't know how any of that wrapped up. I I just pieced out completely. He became a Yokozuna. Yeah, I saw him practicing his. Do you itty? Yes. And then after that, I have no idea what's happened. One of the great things about that episode I did last week is I had a lot of questions about what was going to happen over the following week. Some things I knew and some things I couldn't find any info about. Like like they lay him down on a rice, a, a bed of rice, and they like pray over him or some like weird ceremonial business stuff. Uh, well, you know, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't know anything about about that secret tradition. But I didn't know back then who was going to teach him the doyo iri because that's the kind of info you can't find online. Like who teaches these guys the doyo iri? Well, his his coach, because his coach was a yokozuna, right? Well, yes, and that's who ended up doing it. But before we saw the footage, we didn't know any of that. Oh, so like there's no info about who. What if he was like, I know you're my coach, but I prefer to learn it from this other well, guy. Does that re- happen? Well, remember, it depends on what kind well, right. of one he chooses, right. too. But I would assume he would assume he would. Well, we didn't know back would, then. I know. Assuming makes an ass out of you and me. That's but right. But I would assume he would take his the tradition of his coach, since his coach is such a huge figure in his life. But then I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Well, I don't know if it's tense. I didn't know. I didn't know that. And then we found out that answer. Uh, the best part was I didn't know about the headbands. The Wait. headbands were like, so let's get physical this time. And it was great. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know anything about them. I don't know anything about headbands. They were all wearing these red and white braided oh, headbands. Oh, would they, in the would video? they make the thing in my body? Yes. And in other video, they're not wearing the headbands. But I was like, rock on. I don't know what that's about, but I'm in 110%. Yeah. Because that's my background. Like, bring on the Olivia Newton-John. Oh, yes. for sure. Anytime I get a chance to wear a headband, I... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sign up. Sign me up for that business. So, yeah, it was good. We still have not seen him do the doyo iri at the Meiji Shrine, but I'm hoping that'll come right after the Olympics. Yeah. Um, I've been to the Meiji Shrine. Oh, you have? Yes. I did you... a whole thing last week describing it. It would have been so good to have you here. I know, but... I can't remember. I don't know. I'd have to look at the pictures, probably. Ooh, you even have pictures of yes. the Meiji Shrine? No, I went to Japan and I took not one picture. Yes, I have probably have pictures all over the place. But the one thing I remember about Meiji Shrine is it's like right there in Tokyo proper. Yeah. And it's like you go in and you're like, 
oh, this is it? Like, it's not, I mean, I, trust me, I'm impressed. But like, I guess you think of it being like, you know, the Palace of Versailles, like it's going to be huge and ornamental or whatever. And it's not. I kind of remember it looking more, not like barricades, but it's like, no, nothing quite looks like King Kakuji, which is the golden shrine of in Kyoto. Yeah. Like, I think I expected it to kind of be like that. And from what I remember, it's it's not like that. <laughs> well, I presented I may, it like it's amazing. Be, oh, well, I might remember it. I might be remembering another one differently because there are so many shrines around every corner. I do also remember that I loved Meiji brand cottage cheese. Friggin' loved it. Oh, they have a Meiji brand of cottage cheese or they did then related to the shrine. I don't know. I have no idea, but it was Meiji. And I just was like, I have missed that brand of cottage cheese. That's a real weird side note. But uh, yeah, these are the things I remember. Well, I'm going to have to listen to it. I'm going to have to listen to our own episode. Yeah. Of and Civil then you Kaboom. can <laughs> you can call in, tap me on comment. the shoulder and go, uh, that's. <laughs> Not quite right. I was actually there, and that research is a little off. Oh, I, it was so long ago. I'm sure you. It was were a week perfect. ago. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> anyway, let me do a few thank yous before we get to your news. Um, thank you to Dan, who says he's enjoying our pod. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Izzy Vera, who wrote in and said. I'm enjoying learning more about sumo while getting my chores done. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate your passion, not just for the sport, but also for the cultural and religious importance, the history and the theatrics. I've always enjoyed it. My dad was also, or my father was also a sumo fanatic, but only recently have I been researching it in more depth. It's nice to remember my dad while listening to you. Oh, well, that is so sweet. Izzy Vera? Yeah, Izzy Vera. Aww. That's awesome. I just like, I love receiving notes like that. It's um, it's just when you're sitting in a closet all the time, talking to your sister about sumo. <laughs> in your parents' closet. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, well, it keeps us going. Knowing well, that people are listening and yeah, are enjoying like, it, it keeps us going. Are people listening? I know. I don't even look at the analytics to know if like two people listen or like 2,000. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just rambling in a closet. That's all I know. And here's one more caller I didn't have a chance to fit in last week's episode. One more person's opinion of the last Basho. Hey, what's up? It's Eddie Goldman from No Holds Barred. And here is my comment on the July Basho. I think you've covered the historical significance of Hakaho's dominating victory at the July Basho. Besides that, here is what I found so remarkable. He won his matches with a widely varied assortment of techniques, including throws, much more than wrestlers far younger than him usually do. I don't know if there's a list of the techniques he used in this tournament, but he often used a different one in successive matches. Yes, it is good that turn of Fuji was promoted to Yokozuna, which he surely earned, but Hakao is still the master, heads and shoulders above all others, the best of the best of the best. Arigato. Well, Hakao is, he's very well-rounded. Yes, he is. He, he has many tricks in that, in that mawashi. All right, so you know what time it is? It's news time. Time for a news flash. 
I will start with kind of bad news, then good news, and then kind of bad news. I like to do it like that. Okay. Okay, the bad news is Asanoyama and five other wrestlers got COVID. Yeah, this is bad. This is not good. This is uh, scary times, but like everywhere else, I mean, everywhere else, just the numbers are crazy with the Delta variant and, oh. So there's that happy news, but we're wishing them a quick recovery and hope that they are all going to be rebounding quite soon and back in practice. The Oriso stable opened on the 28th of July. Oriso, he was, um, it was, they had a, a website update and it showed the visual of his new building that's going to be built. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to have two doyos for efficiency of practice or Keiko. They're going to have a little souvenir corner for you and me when we go visit. Mm-hmm. And so we can buy just all the tchotchkes. Good. And, you know, they've got a, they've got a, have enough koozies for their supporters and fans. So I'm very excited about that. Because you know he has a lot of them. Yes. Well, and for good reason. I mean, he's a a great. Well, his stable responsibilities wrapped up on August 1st at the Tuganora stable. So now he is free to plow ahead with his vision. And he is racing on with his um, mentoring of his next generation of wrestlers. So that is pretty exciting. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Okay, not good. Everybody's on the hating the Hakaho train, but I don't. I love him. I do. I I still love him, but they are the the media and everybody's giving him such a hard time. So anyway, Hakaho What's new there, huh? Right. What is new there? Now they're on to him because he went to the Olympic judo competition. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not supposed there's not supposed to be any spectators. Now, it should be noted that he is the ambassador for the Mongolian Olympic Committee. Okay, so it's not like he bought a ticket and he's mm-hmm. sitting in section G, C, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. He has a reason to be there. And they knew that because in 2015, they saw him. He was there present when the Mongolian Olympic Committee signed some Olympic papers with the Japanese Olympic Committee. I don't know how it all works. I don't know how the Olympics works, but they've known that he's involved in the Olympics, but they were not happy that he was there. <laughs> So he's supposed to have permission. He is officially, as a wrestler, supposed to get permission to go out and about. Now, I imagine at this point, Hako just lives his damn life, right? <laughs> I think so, too. I think he just knows what he's supposed to do when he goes. He and just, he just he's like, do ignores. I really have to check in with you? I mean, yeah. he's coaching half the time at a stable. so <laughs> He's a busy man. He is. I mean, they he just... He had his mask on. Yeah, well, it was not good enough. They did not like it. They said this is a difficult situation we're in with coronavirus. It is not a misunderstanding. It's not that easy. It's a rule, and it's a rule in this country. My so goodness. They were— I can just hear the smacks on the not wrist. Not happy. Man. And I'm sure Hakao just went like, what? Fine. I don't care. <laughs> he. Uh, but anyway, I could care less. But I understand if he gets— coronavirus and comes back and spreads it to everybody, that's not a good thing. But I would have to hope that he's being tested every day. He has the luxury of that. Okay, let's talk about a slightly bigger scandal. Not slightly bigger, pretty big scandal. And this is the this is the subject matter of this particular 
episode. Am I right? Yeah. Let's talk about some sumo scandal Scandal. of the light variety. Yes. I mean, there's lots of scandals we could choose from that are darker. But let's talk about this one. Okay. Well, on July 30th, the association got together and discussed the scandal of Jurio wrestler Takagenji because he was caught smoking weed. Whoops. And worse than that, he lied. Yeah. So you know you're not supposed to lie. That's what Asanoyama did. And we all know he got a year suspension for going out. So Takagenji appears to kind of march to the beat of his own drum and he doesn't give a f okay remember when i was it you who didn't know what it means af yeah i think i've always known what that one meant i think it was my other our older sister who was like we were texting and she's like what is af (laughs) (laughs) it was all capitalized and i think mom and dad were on the same chain anyway but now everyone in our family knows it's as fuck um anyway Takagenji caught smoking weed. He's not allowed to smoke weed. It is breaking every rule. I mean, this is kind of a biggie. And smoking pot in Japan is also very much like looked down upon. I mean, here in America, like, seems <laughs> like nine out of 10 people smoke pot. But over there, it's, it's no, it's a no no. It's a big no no. And it pretty much says you have to be dismissed. And so, Uh, That's exactly what they did. They kicked him out. And he's had a history of trouble. And so this was just kind of the last straw, meaning he's been a rule breaker in the past. And other stables, other wrestlers had seen him do this before. So they knew it just didn't get up through the right channels yet for the the powers Mm. that be. Or, I don't know, maybe somebody was so miffed at him, they were like, well, I'm going to go tell on you. Because he also, I think, had a... Yeah, a history of being a little bit of a meanie around the stable mm-hmm. as well. So he is gone. And as for the JSA, they said, you have painted the signboard of the association with mud. Ooh. Yeah. They were not happy about this. They do not. I like the way you dramatize what the JSA <laughs> says. You make it sound very punitive. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, I just know there's a harsh tone. Yes. But isn't that more fun to just be a tad bit more dramatic? (laughs) Yes. I mean, I am. I agree. I am an actor when I'm not doing this. So, yeah, I like to just make it a little bit more exciting. I love it. But that's it. That's about all the news I have. That's where I jumped off. All right. Because I figured we were going to talk about Takagenji. Jump off that diving board of scandal the scandal the diving board of, of titillating outrageous scandal and ramifications the ramifications of scandal because you know it's all about respecting hierarchy yes this i do know yes all right so yeah i just basically wanted to know all right how often does this happen how often are people caught smoking pot in the sumo world like, does this go way back? Is this a modern trend? They've been smoking pot in Japan for thousands <laughs> Have of they? years. I don't know. That's what I looked into because I was really curious. So the first place I went, there was a really great article that came out on the Tachiai blog mm-hmm. about this. And so, okay, I said, let's start with what the rules are in Japan. Are they the same as in America? Like, what is the deal? Okay. So according to this Tachiai blog, cannabis is a banned substance. Right. 
But Japanese law has penalties for possession or trafficking, but not for use of cannabis. So you can't have it. You can't sell it. But if, but if it happens to just yeah, find its way into your into apartment, your hand. <laughs> some divine intervention. Yeah. And just ends there's up, no penalties. There's for no that. penalty if you just find yourself. And CBD products mm. are sold legally there. Okay. So that's just like Texas. For us right now, that's exactly what Texas is like. Yeah, but what is CBD? CBD is like CBD nothing. oil. Right. <laughs> right. It's nothing. But it's interesting because CBD is promoted by Casino Sato, Ariso. His image, right. he is actually in a commercial for CBD oil. Um, you can find it online. And he has talked with people about CBD oil. And he has said, and I quote, The world of Japan's national sport, sumo, is strict. And I've had, oh, let me dramatize this. Okay. I've had my own battles <laughs> with it. Battles with CBD yes. oil? Or maybe with sumo. <laughs> Or maybe the strictness of sumo, I don't know, but okay. he's had his own battles with it. It's important to find some time to relax. Casino Sato sounds like a 70s soap opera yeah. lady. CBD oil <laughs> is said to increase sleep quality, okay. so I enjoy using it too. I recommend everyone to feel safe and use Meiji Kinko Tamayu, which is the CBD oil. Hmm. Okay. So also Meiji brand. Yes. <laughs> Maybe there's CBD and cottage, cottage cheese. cheese. There's some sort of connection. Maybe there. that's why they always have the Yokozuna Doyo Iri there, because people can imbibe in both of those. Right. And have a very relaxed, calcium filled day. And Kazunazato is just a brand ambassador. That's, that's all right. he is. <laughs> But I thought that was interesting okay. that his name and his image is behind the CBD oil. Yeah, but there's oil. no THC in CBD Correct. oil. Correct. So. Yes, but it comes from the same plant. And, you know, everybody's like, ooh, where's hemp? Okay, so hemp is in the Yokozuna belt. We found out last week that it's used. They could be getting high from their belt the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I that's know. why that's That's not how hemp works. I but. know, we know. But so, yes, hemp is in the society CBD is in, in the society, but there's a pretty hard line when it comes to cannabis. Well, and I think one thing, I mean, I have I have no idea. I'm just speculating. So with organized crime there, in the same way organized crime here runs the drugs, right? So as far as who they're really battling, oh, yeah. I know it's the Yakuza runs. or yeah. it's the it's the it's organized crime. I know all about organized you do? crime in Japan. Yeah. I know all about it, too. All about it. But I can understand how they're like, they have said, okay, this is a no-no drug because it makes money for organized crime. And yeah. here we have the same battle. We just have pretty much agreed that, like, marijuana is just one that we're just going to let Mary Jane and, and Susan grow in their backyard. And then the hard, hard drugs are well, come from our... Yeah, and that's changing. Crime. It's changing very quickly in America. All those rules. Some states yeah. it's legal in and others it's not. Right. So it's all shifting in America. Yeah. It it would be interesting to know how it, that is shifting in Japan. And I don't know that. Something to look into. Yeah. Yeah. But I did find it really interesting that no one had ever been expelled from sumo over drug use before 2008. Hmm. There was no, there's no mention. And you of know, it. are you kidding me? They, of course, of course. As long as, uh, as long as people have been living, they've been doing drugs. 
I have no, well, it's not in the media. Well, right. <laughs> What's hidden? I mean. But we don't know anything. There's nothing written about it that I could find in the sumo world before 2008. Well, right. So here's the story of hidden. what happened oh. in 2008 okay. and 2009. Okay. Okay. So in 2008, there was this young rikishi named Wakanoho who uh, dropped his wallet on the street. I guess he was walking down the street, and there probably are not many pockets in the yakata. <laughs> right. So I don't know where they put their wallets in those. Are there? Are I, there pockets? In I them? have a yukata, uh, like a summer yeah. cotton yukata. I don't believe there are lady pockets in there. Okay, it's not traditional. So that's why they carry those little sweet purses. <gasps> the wrestlers carry their little purses. I did not. They carry man bags. Yes, have you not seen them with man bags? I have, but I didn't know that's what they were for. Well, I shouldn't call them man purses, but they they really do look like little 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 handbags. I little did gardening for a guy in New Zealand who had the biggest man bag I've ever seen in my life, and he really <laughs> loved cats. And so it was like all cat print man handbags. Oh, I like him. He was fascinating. We need to encourage more man bags yeah. because man bags are cool. They can be very, very cool. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to go down that train with you, but uh, but anyway, Wakanoho. So he dropped his wallet on the street and a very nice, honest person found his wallet, turned it into the police, which would normally be great, except that along with his money and his ID card, there was also a joint. Oh, so the person who picked it up put the joint in there. Well, he never said that, interestingly. <laughs> but it just appeared. He, he basically <laughs> said, oh, it's not mine. I got it from a foreigner in a bar. It's not mine. And by the way, he's I'm a foreigner. I'm always giving joints to people when I'm overseas. <laughs> That's all that I do. All that I do. Nice to meet you. I'm Leslie. I live in Texas. Here's a joint. Here's a joint. Put it in your wallet for later. Don't smoke it. Just keep it. Just a gift from me to you. So this Wakanoho, he's a Russian-born sumo wrestler who had big dreams. He wanted to become a Yokozuna, came to Japan. But he's a foreigner. um, But he, yeah, very much a foreigner. The police basically searched his home because they found this joint, which I'm assuming is a heya. I don't really know. And when they did, they found a marijuana pipe as what? well. That was put there by somebody else. <laughs> so he got in big time trouble. He was charged by the police for paraphernalia, not for the pot, because I guess there wasn't a lot of pot in the joint. It was a really small one. Okay. So there wasn't enough to charge him there, but there was enough to charge him for the paraphernalia. And the Sumo Association promptly just banned him for life. They said, you're done. You're out of here. You're out. Yeah. And he, uh, by the way, I read this article uh, when it came out, like uh, this article in Japanese, people were talking to like Japanese people on the street and Mm, this would be really good to read in your tone because they would say, were saying things like any worker would be fired and they would lose their retirement for this, get rid of this kid, all this type of stuff. Well, that's true. When I worked at Disney, they told us a million times over because we were a bunch of American kids. They were like, hey, 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 like for realsies, no doing of the drugsies, okay? And like I never did drugs anyway. So I was like, sure, that's fine. Yeah. But they were like, no, no, no. Listen to me. No pot, no nothing. Okay. And sure enough, there was like some kid from California who was like, Yeah, 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 sure, no drugs. And he found it and he smoked pot and he got busted and they sent his ass home. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, that's what they were going to do to this point. Yeah. Kid. I mean, it's a different it's a yeah. different perspective. Well, this kid cried and uh, he apologized at a big press conference. And he said, no, 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 no. I don't want to go home. I want to stay in. The JSA said, absolutely not. Here's $50,000 severance pay. Oh, well, that's... Which is kind of nice. That's nice. He's going uh, back to Russia with that. But he said, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm going to f- sue you oh. and the JSA because you are uh, punishing me way too severely um, but he was never caught smoking. He was yes. only caught with exactly. evidence that he just might in yeah. the future. And so uh, when when the suit came out, the JSA, you know, still wasn't talking very much. And so he escalated the, the situation. And he said, all right, if you don't let me back in, I'm going to start talking publicly about all the drug use that's around me in sumo, Ooh. match fixing, and other evil things that plague sumo. He's like, two can play at this game. Yes. JSA. So he was like, my tongue is going to wag. <laughs> I'm going to tell you everything you do not want to know. And he basically said, I know lots of people who smoke pot in sumo. And I'm going to name names. Yes. And the JSA said, who? And he said, I'm not going to tell you, but I will testify in court about match fixing. Oh. And so the JSA said, we will find out who is smoking pot. And they did surprise urinalysis on all of the ricochet in the top two divisions. And they found two more ricochet who had been smoking pot. Two brothers who initially said, oh, no, 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 no. We haven't done anything like that. We never even touched the stuff. It was just a foreigner. Yeah. put something in my back pocket. Yeah. There must be something wrong with the test. That's right. And so the JSA said, okay, we'll test you again. This time we're going to use a better test. You're going to have to come into the lab. So they did. And they peed in the cups. And this time it showed the levels in their systems were really high. They've been smoking a lot of pot. Not trace amounts. But a lot. And so when that happened, they said, oh, you know what? I just remembered we smoked it in L.A. when we were on a sumo tour. It was in America. So, yeah, it was a long time ago. And then they changed their story afterwards to say, oh, no, 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 no. We never said that. <laughs> um, so their stories were kind of changing a lot. They need training, acting training, because their lying <laughs> is not very good. Long story short, no pot was ever found on those two brothers. So they didn't get arrested. They just had it in their their system. Yes. But they were thrown out of sumo as well. Uh, And also the JSA chairman resigned his post because of this. He's like, they're going to test me. (laughs) Well, because he was a mentor of the Oyakata at the stable. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Takagenji's Oyakata got uh, demoted, right? Yeah. I mean, he got got in trouble because there's this thing about it's like, if you can't control... People under your watch, like, then that's on you. Yeah. But this is, that's the only time the chairman of the GASA has uh, resigned before his post ended. Interesting. Was because of the pot scandal. Pot, so scandalous. I know. Yeah. So, as a side note, this first kid, Wakanoho, after being deported, he showed up later as a defensive lineman at a small school in South Florida wanting to play for the NFL. Did Isn't he that ever wild? play? No, I don't oh. think he did. Um, but he was quoted later as saying, uh, you know, we were family at the Sumohea. I love them very much. I really miss them. My mistake was that I relaxed. I began to pay more attention to the nightlife than the training. And that killed me. So he knew he goofed. 
Right. Yeah. So that was in. It, but it's it's hard when you know you goofed, but you know everyone else around you is goofing just as much. It's just that yeah. you're also a foreigner, so you probably are. This, these are different, slightly different rules that are never said, yes. never stated, but understood. Yes. There's only one of you. It's a privilege to yes. to be able to be allowed in, and you are on tight security. Yes. So because all three of these guys were foreigners. The entire oh, the other guys, were yes. bro- the brothers were also foreigners. Yes, the entire incident oh. was explained to the press as bad foreigners who do not understand the culture. Okay, oh. so it was explained away like that. However, in 2009, a Japanese wrestler named Waka Kirin, I believe is how you say it, was also arrested for marijuana possession after he and a musician were caught with marijuana in a police raid. When he was caught. It was completely different. He said, yes, I've smoked marijuana for some time now, and I bought it from a foreigner. <laughs> Those foreigners. We're so likely to just push our drugs on people. He didn't fight the conclusion from the JSA because the JSA basically, they gave him the same thing. They were like, here's $50,000. You are out. And he basically said, I'm not going to take the $50,000. I don't deserve the $50,000. I did not follow the rules. And he pled guilty to possession of marijuana in court. So completely different way of handling it. Yeah, but that's with more honor. Yes. The Japanese always value honor. Yeah. And I understand that, yeah. Yeah. So as a result of these scandals, in 2009, the JSA officially introduced new rules that allowed random drug testing at any time, and any wrestler caught taking illegal drugs would lose his job and retirement benefits immediately. Before this, like, there's no drug testing in sumo, which I find really interesting. Oh, you know the Coke was flowing in the 70s. I, Wasn't I don't know. Coke flowing in the 70s all over the world? I don't know. Because 70s it's and 80s? such a traditional lifestyle, I don't know that it was or not. I don't know. It's, I, I don't, don't know. know. There's, there's no evidence yeah. of, you know, like, there's no evidence of drug use. There's no evidence of, of using enhancing mm-hmm. chemicals mm-hmm. in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. And it, these guys could have been very protected from it from a very long time simply yeah. I because. I mean, they're under lock and key most of the time. Exactly. What yeah. I think is interesting, though, is that, you know, it's well known that they all drink a lot. And it's like yeah. people need a way to um, deal with stress. Yeah. And when you don't have an outlet to like if your exercise that you would normally use as your outlet is your job, which is like nine to five, just like practicing, yeah. then people drink. And I imagine, and just because that's legal, that's allowed. It's like people have to burn off tension, stress, all of that. And um, I just think it's it's interesting all around the world why people allow drinking, but, you know, a drug yeah. and then the, they don't, you know, they poo-poo the old <laughs> pot. They poo-poo the pot. They poo-poo the pot. <laughs> In 2009, then after both of those incidents, mm-hmm. they drug tested everybody. They did 214 drug tests, and they were all negative. Interesting. And that included Hakaho, included Harumafuji, from yeah. Yokozuna, all the way down to I the mean, bottom you have of Jurio. To, you have to fly right. When you know yeah. you could have a pop quiz at any moment. Yeah. yeah. You have to. But that was also, I mean, it's 2021 now. So some of the guys that were there then are still here. 
enough time has gone by that there's a bunch of new younger guys that have right. come in right. and didn't go through this in 2008 and 2009. Right. And I would think probably just assumed, uh, you know, what they don't know won't hurt them. Yeah. Well, and I wonder how often they do drug test them now. Right. Where those people were like, they haven't drug tested anyone in seven years. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden, anybody who has been smoking pot after this Takagenji thing, are they going to do a whole drug test thing? Yeah. We haven't heard that. We haven't heard that. Yeah. yeah. But they could. And it would be more scandal. Yes, it would be. <laughs> I bet it would decrease the physical pain that you endure during a basho. Yeah. Just a guess. Yeah. It would make the whole thing more relaxing. Yeah. I'm not advocating but, for it, but yeah. I understand why there is medicinal marijuana yep. and that it does, it is for pain management, especially for people who have cancer and things like that. Yeah. It is useful. So I would agree with you. It's like if you have to get beat up for 15 days in a row, yeah. you might understand why somebody's like, I need some pain management here. I need... I need something. Yeah, I can see why. But I I think the real problem with with pot in particular is that it really goes against the whole idea of your fighting samurai in sumo. I mean, the JSA, they want their warriors to be clean, mm -hmm. pure, disciplined. Mm -hmm. And somebody smoking pot, getting high on the side does not fit that <laughs> The image. guy who's high in a... <laughs> A bunch of samurais, and there's one samurai who's just like, just lit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he might bring the whole. I mean, the image is quite funny in your mind. Yeah, just one super high samurai. Yeah. With his katana, and he's just like staring at it. I it's mean, like, you... it's so beautiful. Right. I mean, you know that person would lose. <laughs> get they blasted they don't so hard, but they long. wouldn't care. They'd be like, I lost. Just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They went out in bliss. <laughs> <laughs> whole time man this katana is so gorgeous double rainbow this story is amazing it's a perfect circle look at it it's a perfect circle so much salt dude why so much, much salt, salt. <laughs> well it's funny to think about but i can uh, I shouldn't laugh. I know. It's I, against the law. It's just against well, the law. It's not only that, but it's also, it's so connected with a religion. And if if you want your Yokozuna to do purification rituals, <laughs> you, have to, you have to make sure they're not high. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I wonder how they do fight if they're high. I know. The image in my brain is quite funny. Mine too. I would want to see that, but uh, I don't know. But then I'd be happy seeing drunk guys wrestle, sumo wrestle too. Like, wouldn't it be kind of fun to just see super drunk Kakaru go against super drunk Kisenosato? Well, you think that, but then my brain automatically goes to injury. If yeah, people but are like, fighting. Now that it doesn't matter, they're retired. Then it's like, you can injure yourself now. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know. From all the the uh, drunk history shows I've watched online, yeah, uh, like it gets pretty sad pretty quickly. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So that's what I looked into. That's what I found out about pot use yeah. in sumo. I mean, there are a bunch of scandals we could look into, but I want to leave them for the future. I thought we'd just take one, just at one, a time. just one at a time. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty hard to unpack, you know, because yeah. this is such an old sport. And 
people keep wrestling and scandals keep happening. Yeah. yeah. Because it's human nature. We're yeah. all flawed and we all make terrible decisions at certain times. So, and we all love a scandal. And we all love a scandal. <laughs> yeah. So there will be more in the future. Yes. And there have been some real horrible doozies in the past. Yes. But this is a this is on the lighter side of scandal. Yeah, I agree. Well, good times. And sayonara to Takagenji. <laughs> uh, we'll probably see him on the MMA circuit or something. Maybe. We'll see what his next chapter is. Yeah. But I guess we wish him good luck. Yeah, let's wish the guy some good luck. And if anything, he can always come to America and be a pot ambassador over here. <laughs> probably could. <laughs> we'll make room for you in America. We're a bunch of heathens over you here. You and Snoop Dogg can like put Man, some sort of product I out. I love Snoop. Yeah, oh. for sure. We're close to that. We'll get him a job over here. I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> All right. All then right, we've y'all. got our style of sumo here at Sumo Kaboo. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Sayonara. See you later. I love a headband. Yeah.